0: Well, good morning, friends. We'll start in about 30 seconds, so do come on in, uh, and we'll just have a time of silence. We're also going to, once people are seated, we're going to dim the lights. Uh, welcome to church this morning. My name's Duncan Andrews, the pastor here at Trinity Church, Victor Harbour. It's lovely to have uh, you here, especially if you're visiting. Uh, we love having visitors join us. Today is a really special gathering. It's a different sort of service to what we would normally do. Um, I'll just explain something of what's going to happen. So what will happen is this is going to be a cycle of readings and prayers and songs and also silence. So there's going to be times in the service uh, of quiet reflection now, parents, don't worry at all about any noises your kids might make. We just love having you here, so don't worry about at all about that in those times. But uh, that is an opportunity for us to reflect on what we're thinking about and hearing and singing about this morning. So there's going to um, be that cycle happening. It's going to be unannounced, so those reading and praying, just come up to the front and start your reading or your prayers. Um, the readings will not be on the screen behind us. The purpose of that is to help us to really engage with the story of the first Easter uh, and what happens on that first Good Friday and the lead up to it. So um, take the opportunity perhaps to just let the readings um, sort of soak into you. Um, uh, Feel free to listen to that in whatever way is going to be helpful for you. at the end, please do stay around for some tea and coffee So, and some, I think we've got some uh, hot cross buns ready to go out there as well, so please do stay for that. Um, or feel free to stay in the auditorium here for quiet reflection as well. So if you'd like to leave, uh, can I ask at the end of the service, um, can I ask that you do that quietly? And if you'd like to stay, there'll be some gentle music playing and you may like to use that opportunity just for quiet reflection yourself. Uh, on what we've um, looked at and uh, reflected on this morning. Um, Kids, there are clipboards available uh, with activities for today, so parents, if you'd like your kids to make use of those, they're just out the back door there. Okay, well, um, welcome again. Thank you for being here. Uh, Let me pray for us before we start, Uh, and then we're going to have our first Bible reading from Isaiah 53. Um, So let's pray together. Our gracious God and heavenly Father, we thank you that we can gather together this day. We thank you for the amazing news of Jesus' death on the cross in our place for our sins, bringing us forgiveness and new life. We are in awe of what it cost you, Lord, please, we pray this day, may that first Good Friday come home to each of us as we hear these words, as we sing these songs, and as we pray together. We pray for your help now, and we pray that this time might be a blessing to all who come. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So from this moment on, I might get the lights just um, dimmed, and those who are reading, um, you know when you're coming up and what you're doing, and those who are praying can come up and do that unannounced as well. Um, and also for the songs, uh, will we'll, the music will start playing when, the songs, when it's time for the songs, and you just stand up once you hear the music playing so you can sing along. There is an item. During that item, just stay seated as well. Okay, that's enough from me. Uh, we'll start off... For with, Isaiah 53. Thanks, Corinne.
1: Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all.
2: Behold a man upon a cross, my sin upon his shoulders, and shamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin that. And my ransom some
3: Now the Passover and the festival of the unleavened bread were only two days away, and the chief priests and the teachers of the law were scheming to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him. But not during the festival, they said, or the people may riot. While he was in Bethany, reclining at the table in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She broke the jar and poured the perfume on his head. Some of those present were saying indignantly to one another, Why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for more than a year's wages and the money given to the poor. And they rebuked her harshly. Leave her alone, said Jesus. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, and you can help them any time you want, but you will not always have me. She did what she could. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priest to betray Jesus to them. They were delighted to hear this and promised to give him money. So he watched for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, when it was customary to sacrifice the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples asked him, where do you want us to go and make preparations for you to eat the Passover So he sent two of his disciples, telling them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. Say to the owner of the house he enters, The teacher asks, Where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. The disciples left went into the city and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus arrived with the twelve. While they were reclining at the table eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They were saddened, and one by one they said to him, Surely you don't mean me. It is one of the twelve, he replied, one who dips bread into the bowl with me. The Son of Man will go, just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take it. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, he said to them. Truly I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives.
4: Holy and blessed Lord Jesus, our unblemished Lamb, by whose blood we are freed from slavery to the world. Lord, you released Israel from your enslavement to Egypt. Bless us, Lord, to remember the blood of the Lamb in this time of remembrance of your sacrifice. In your word, Lord, you foretold us to remember the woman who anointed your head, showing us what is truly valuable. Your word shows us you are the treasure above all others. Lord, you came into this world, the unblemished lamb, priceless and invaluable beyond measure. Lord, help us remember that all things of this world pass away. Help us remember only in you, the word made flesh is salvation and eternal life. Lord, so many of us, then and now, have not remembered, have not remembered you, Lord Jesus. We are here today to remember you, to share the gospel with all those who have ears to hear. Let us then remember the woman who valued you above things of the world, the woman who in faith anointed your head with perfume, recognising you are the bearer of God's glory when even those most close to you betrayed and denied you. Lord, give us eyes to see and ears to hear that we may worship you in the same way the woman did. Help us look upon you, our greatest prize, that we may turn from the transient things of this world, which lead to death and destruction. Deliver us from our own deceit and greed, that we may receive your wonderful gift of life. Lord, we pray you accept our songs of praise, our worship and our love for you, that we may know you forevermore. Jesus, in your one and only name, amen.
5: You will all fall away, Jesus told them, for it is written, I will strike the sheep and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter declared, even if all fall away, I will not. Truly I tell you, Jesus answered, today Yes, tonight, before the rooster crows twice, you yourself will disown me three times. But Peter insisted emphatically, Even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the others said the same. They went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to them. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, The hour might pass from him abba father he said everything is possible for you take this cup from me yet not what i will but what you will then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping simon he said to peter are you asleep Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Once more he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. Returning the third time, he said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Enough. The hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Just as he was speaking, Judas, one of the 12, appeared. With him was a crowd armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. Going at once to Jesus, Judah said, Rabbi, and kissed him. The men seized Jesus and arrested him. Then one of those standing near drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Am I leading a rebellion, Jesus said, that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I was with you, teaching in the temple courts, and you did not arrest me but the scriptures must be fulfilled. Then everyone deserted him and fled. A young man wearing nothing but a linen garment was following Jesus. When they seized him, he fled naked, leaving his garment behind.
6: lord god we bow our heads in awe and so, at your great sovereignty your wisdom your knowledge your perfect knowledge that knows all things even the awful death that lay before you we read of your deep distress and trouble overwhelmed with sorrow for what lay ahead your prayer to your father to take this cup from you and yet, your humility, your words of submission, yet not what I will, but what you will. We are humbled and astounded at the cost of your sacrifice, your obedience. We are humbled and astounded at the depths of your love for us. O oh Lord, we bow our heads in shame filled prayer. Of confession like Peter we arrogantly assert our capacity to follow you whatever the future holds and like Peter we so often fail we fall asleep with half-hearted devotion we fall into temptation our spirit is willing but our flesh is weak and yet your plans unfold regardless your call is clear the hour has come rise let us go even in our weakness you invite us forward with you we are humbled and astounded at the depths of your love for us betrayed with a kiss arrested in the dark of night surrounded by a crowd with swords and clubs all your friends deserted and fled and yet the scriptures must be fulfilled we are humbled and astounded at the depths of your love thank you dear lord jesus amen
1: They took Jesus to the high priest and all the chief priests, the elders and the teachers of the law came together. Peter followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest. There he sat with the guards and warmed himself out of fire. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death, but they did not find any. Many testified falsely against him. But their statements did not agree then some stood up and gave this false testimony against him we heard him say i will destroy this temple made with human hands and in three days will build another not made with hands yet even their testimony did not agree when the high priest stood before them and asked jesus are you not going to answer What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you but jesus remained silent and gave no answer again the high priest asked him are you the messiah the son of the blessed one i am said jesus and you will see the son of man sitting at the right hand of the mighty one coming on the clouds of heaven the high priest tore his clothes why do we need any more witnesses he asked You've heard the blasphemy, what do you think? They all condemned him as worthy of death. Then some began to spit at him. They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists and said prophesy. And the guards took him and beat him. While Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming herself, she looked closely at him. You also were with that Nazarene, Jesus, she said. But he denied it. I don't know or understand what you're talking about, he said, and went out into the entryway. When the servant girl saw him there, she said again to those standing around, this fellow is one of them. And again, he denied it. After a little while, those standing near Peter said, surely you are one of them for you are a Galilean. He began to call down curses and swore to them, I don't know this man you're talking about. Immediately the rooster crowed the second time. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will disown me three times. And he broke down and wept.
7: O Father, as we reflect on this dark passage, this part of history in which your people, just like us, falsely accused your Son, our hearts weep. We read how the leaders of your priesthood, those who should have recognised Christ for who he was, their Messiah, instead actively sought out a way to put him to death to even resort to giving false testimony because nothing of substance could actually be found. And yet Jesus stood there, alone and silent, bearing the brunt of the weight of false accusation, of rejection and a thirst for his innocent blood. Father God, how we see ourselves in this part of history and it puts us to shame. Some of us have played the part of the priests, mocking, shaming, Finding any excuse to condemn your son. Others of us, the bystanders, watching on and saying nothing as others malign your name. Still, many others of us take Peter's role and deny you when things get sticky and we don't claim you as we should, yet deny that we even know you, often just by saying nothing. On this morning, as we reflect on the price that Jesus paid for us, the cost he bore alone, falsely accused, rejected, and even abandoned by his closest friends. We ask that you will work in our hearts. Bring us back to the foot of the cross of Jesus. As we sit, may we weep for our role in this story, our history of slander and rejection, for the times in our lives every day that we ignore or reject your leading. And may we be filled with such gratitude in awe of the fact that Jesus chose this suffering for us. Father, words alone cannot express our amazement and gratefulness that Jesus opened the door so that we can come to you. Broken as we are, with a past full of blatant rejection of you, but you loved us still and invited us to come to you.
2: e
3: See how many things they are accusing you of? But Jesus still made no reply and Pilate was amazed. Now it was the custom at the festival to release a prisoner whom the people requested. A man called Barabbas was in prison with the insurrectionists who had committed murder in the uprising. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what he usually did. Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews, asked Pilate, knowing it was out of self-interest that the chief priests had handed Jesus over to him. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead. What shall I do then with the one you call the king of the Jews, Pilate asked them. Crucify him, they shouted. Why? Why? What crime has he committed, asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him! Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace that is the praetorium. and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him, dividing up his clothes. They cast lots to see what each would get. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The written notice of the charged against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two rebels with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him.
8: Father, our God, as we've just heard. In Jesus' time, there were so many people who just didn't know who he was. So many people who wanted to discredit him and kill him. And like today, there's so many who want to kill God as well. So many who don't know who Christ is. Yet we thank you that you have revealed him to us as the saviour of the world as the long-awaited Messiah for the Jews, the Lamb of God. And despite all that mocking, Father, he suffered a cruel death before giving up his life entirely and willingly. And part of me can't understand that, how people can be so cruel how they can just outlay such anger and nasty cruelty. Yet it doesn't surprise me when I consider the human heart and how dark it is. And Lord, without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sin. And without death, there is no resurrection. And so we want to thank you for the new life that we have now in Christ and the eternal hope that we have of a restored relationship with you. Father, may we be found worthy of the name Christian by the way that we love and the way that we bring glory to you. So we ask that you'd accept our thanks for your redeeming grace and for the fact that Jesus went willingly all the way to the point of death to redeem us. Thank you.
5: At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, Lema Sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, Listen, he's calling for Elijah. Someone ran filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, Surely this man was the Son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the Younger and of Joseph, and Salome. In Galilee, these women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. It was preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath. So as evening approached, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the council, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned from the centurion that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. So Joseph bought some linen cloth, took down the body, wrapped it in the linen, and placed it in a tomb cut out of rock. Then he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph saw where he was laid.
2: Thank mm-hmm.
0: Well, friends, thank you for joining us this morning on this Good Friday for this special service. Um, Of course, Easter doesn't finish with Good Friday. Good Friday leads straight to Easter Sunday. And so please do come back here on 10 o'clock on Sunday morning as we celebrate the amazing news, not only that Jesus has died for our sins, but he has risen to new life so that you and I can also share in his life. So come back 10 o'clock Sunday. it is forecast to be cold on Sunday and the heaters aren't working. Just a bit of a, hip, a tip, so bring a rug up on Sunday if you're coming. But let me finish with these words. And after i finished these, I think there'll be some quiet music playing just in the background. Feel free to stay in here, in quiet, uh, just reflecting on the things that we've looked at today. Uh, feel free to head out, though, as well. Uh, if you are heading out, please, um, I just ask you to do that uh, as quietly as possible so those in here can spend that time in reflection. Let me finish with these wonderful words from the Apostle John, from 1 John 4, verse 9. Friends, this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Amen.